Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the next episode of the Black and Handball. On today's show, we are delighted to be joined by one of our ladies footballers, massive board, and one of our co-hosts, Aaron Galligan. And not only are we delighted to support along, but also we as a club are immensely proud to say that these two ladies are also captains of the respective county teams. Massively captain of the Cavan ladies football team, and Aaron being captain of the county Kobe team. Aaron, it's a great honour to have you on the show. Um, and we're also joined by our by our chairman, Mr. Sean Cusick. Thank you, Sean. I'm I'm sure it's it's been an absolute honour for you both to be named captains of, of both teams. Um, it's been a strange year, which is probably an understatement, but both of you both of your seasons have been vastly different. NASA, I'll start with you. Um, it hasn't been the year that they were expecting, I suppose. Um yeah, thanks for having us on, boys. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely wasn't the year that I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, it started off great. I was asked to be captain, and you know, it was something and it's probably cliche to say, but you know, always dreamed about being a uh, captain of your county team, and it definitely was something that I wasn't expecting. Um, when James asked me, I couldn't believe it. I was probably doubting myself and saying to him, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And yeah, so we started off, we had a few league games and it was great to get out and to play them and then unfortunately COVID happened and you know, football was put um the back foot and we just kept going on Zoom and things like that. But it was a strange year definitely and then when football started back up, um I actually hurt my knee. So I actually didn't play a part in the championship this year, which looking back it's was very disappointing not to get to join the girls, especially being captain. And um, you know, it's just not the same being on the sideline. And um, you know, you're trying to encourage them on, but it's not the same. You obviously want to be playing in that. And um, yeah, so look, it wasn't the year that I'd hoped for, but <clears throat> thankfully my knee now is much better, and I'm back training, and I'm raring to go for Good the job. season whenever it is. That's it, and it ended a bit sour on the club level as well. Not sour, but it just ended a, a little bit of a down mark. Yeah, definitely. And um, losing to lacking in the final game. <laughs> You'd want to see the faces. I know, look, um, it probably was, you know, obviously we wanted to win again. We wanted to win back to back, but um, we probably were definitely to lack in the credit. They were the better team on the day, and there's no way that you can take that away from them. I think the best team did win. We had lots of chances and we just didn't take take them. But again, you know, a fresh start this year with both club and county. We've new managers in, so you know, hopefully, and um, this year we have a bit more. Well, who knows? You're wearing it going, and that's yeah. that's grand. And that's the same question I say, Brownie, you were aiming at Aaron. Exactly, um, Aaron, completely opposite you, I suppose. Um, yeah, I suppose um, luck plays a good part as well. I suppose when you when you start out uh, training, you're kind of looking at okay, what's the goal for the year in everything between club Kogi, county Kogi, club football. Where where would I like to be at the end of this year? And I suppose if you look back at 2020, yeah, everywhere where I'd want to be, um, I finished up at um part of the final in Horton there in the in the county scene there against our man All Ireland final. Big dream would be to win all Ireland titles there, but uh, we fell short on the day. A match that I still feel like we could have won, 
um, it was there for the taking. But um, I suppose we look back and there. We're a new team. We came, we came together well. We put it together well in a short period of time with COVID and all thrown in the with the credit to all the girls and the management and the county set up, uh, the county board set up in Cavan to put it all together and to get us to the heights of the All Ireland final. But unfortunately, 2021 is a, a new year. There's a new team fighting at the pitch. Uh, we were up at that pinnacle there last year, and I'm sure teams have an eye on us coming through the ranks now. So it's not going to be an easy year. I think we all have to realise on the county scene that uh, we need to knock down still. We need to look at where we uh, fell in that All-Ireland final, uh, where our faults are in our game and make sure that we're improving upon those, whether that be fitness now, working on that during COVID and when we get together then on the pitch to get used to playing with each other as players a little bit more and know where we are on the pitch and just getting a little bit more of a drive and camaraderie within our team and the county setup that we would be aiming to do as this year goes on. And then the, on the club scene, um, it's always a joy to play with, with Krishlaw Kogi. Um, I, I, can't, I can't, can't say anything more than absolute... Um, I, I'm just in, uh, in in awe of all the girls that wear a cricket for black and amber up Mogi and as like Nassau and Buffalo as well. There's a group of girls up there which you just um, I look upon and I'm like, God, I don't need love to have half the, half the commitment and work rate and desire to play and improve that they have when they're when I was their age as they have now. Um, they are a credit, um, but I just we just have to keep looking forward um, and not stand still and not be not be just content maybe with county titles and that we need to make sure that um, we're aiming higher every year and that's not an air of um, of confidence or uh, that's not an air of um, cockiness or anything like that that's just an air of where I see the yeah. team can be and um, there's been so much work put into um, Crishaw Club Camogie down through the years and we're seeing the projects and the fruit of that now at senior level but I just don't think that winning county titles in Cavan is enough for the produce that have reached the senior status now so I think um, I think we need to all be looking forward and looking at you know, progressing through Cavan, please God, and progressing through the Ulster ranks and seeing where we can go from there. But you can't get complacent or um, think that's going to happen. Well, we will, we will very much look forward to an Ulster title. But I did say to um, some of your colleagues that the achievement this year was obviously five senior championships in a row. And as any club person, every title that any club team gets wearing the black and amber, we're awfully proud anyway. Anyone that represents Cushalaw like that brings honours to the club, which the Kamongi have done this year, five years in a row. And I have said to some of your players that that's a huge incentive now, obviously, to go for six. And obviously, the history of this club has been long recorded that we were always talking about the famous seven in a row team. But the, the history books, I think, could possibly show in a few years' time that Kamongi will be <coughs> that. At least, I'm sure you get six. Hopefully seven. It has to be done, of course, and I'm not preempting that it will be done. But the history books will show that Camogie have also emulated the, the men of the past, and it would be an absolute wonderful achievement, and it will be a, a record-breaking yeah. success and hard to beat for any team that comes after you in the future. Yeah. So I'd say Camogie is in a very, very healthy state in relation to club stuff at the moment. 
Yes, definitely. Finishing up in 2020, we did. We finished up on a good note in that county final. We played, we played very well and played some of our better county. But on another day, you know, you're only as good as your last game. And, you know, when you are winning five, there's not a team in the county that doesn't want to take you down off your off your high horse. So any, any, any game can be a bananas game. And, you know, if it's going to be knockout or you get to a semi-final, it's a, you can you can be think that flip of a team and you can fall at the final hurdles. So, you know, when things like this do happen, like look at Kerry men in the first round of championship this year, they were looking at them on Ireland and never got through the first yeah. round. You know, that these things do happen and we all need to keep our eye on the prize and know that every game that you go out, you cannot take for granted that you're going to come out of it alive and, you know, you're going to come out of it with a victory. So I think keeping our keeping our, our feet firmly on the ground, but um, our our goals and achievements um, high. Well, fair play to the two of you. Thanks, Aaron, for that. Um, all we can say is, obviously, from this side of the table, on behalf of the club, we wish both of you the very best success this year. Um, at both goals, obviously, both club and county, because um, while we're hoping that the club for us will bring both medals at senior level and the Camogie will bring their six in a row in, I would love to see us play this going again at the football level and then who knows, maybe more. So, look, um, the playing field looks to be in good order this year and uh, <laughs> it, it looks to be that the new girls are enthusiastic. If we can get this COVID a little bit eased up and we can get at it, we're fighting at the bit to go. New girls are fighting at the bit to go. Um, as a club, I mean, we look at this, I mean, you can imagine the frustration that there is among supporters, among parents, among, you know, yeah. the general public. That, Last year was difficult enough in dishing out a few tickets to the few that got going to games. This year might even be the same, but right now they have no sport at all. So it's very difficult for people at home. And while you girls probably have individual programs that you, when you're young enough to stay fit and everything, it's, it's, it's very difficult for people that just want to watch you play and want to watch the sport and the enjoyment of it. It's very difficult for them. So hopefully this thing starts sooner rather than later. And, and we get this training again. Yeah, um, I just want you, um, new club manager in this year, in, in, in Costanoff, um, you're obviously familiar with the, the programmes you sent out. Are you great so far? Yeah, definitely. Look, and just before I say anything, I'd like to say a big thanks to Paul and Jerry and Mark Rehill and Breda for the last few years. You know, we won our first senior championship final with them and I think whatever happens from now on you know a lot of the credit will definitely still go to them they put in such hard work at the foundations at the club and I think it's really coming to fruition now and you can see last year I know we fell short to lacking in the final but we won the junior title too which I think is just amazing and it's something that I don't think we realised how big of a deal it actually was to get to both the senior and junior final in one year and actually win the juniors so just a massive thanks to them and best of luck to them in whatever they're going to do um, from here on. But in regards to Mark Greeny coming in this year, um, it's good. There's a buzz around and I think everyone's just excited, a new phase. And, you know, everyone wants to impress the new manager. So we're doing a bit of a program now, like with running and circuits and that. And, you know, the numbers, I think there's 47 or something in the group. Yeah, huge numbers. Huge numbers. So I think other folks would be a bit out of soccer number. So hopefully, you know, them girls are all still around when we are actually getting back up to the pitch to play football. 
But um, I think the future is definitely bright with when you see some of the younger girls that are coming up, it's um, you're just excited to get to play with them, you know. I suppose our team is very young and me and a few of the rest of them and I'm very young myself, <laughs> but I feel like one of the older Don't ones. Oh, they are. But you know what I mean, we're still very young. We just uh, won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's an exciting new start for the club and uh, yeah, there's definitely, hopefully, good times to come with uh, both the two teams uh, this year. Yeah, and, and of course we have the new um, Camogie chairperson in Catherine Smith, so we've been looking forward to working with, with Hopper and hopefully both codes again, working even harder together, communicating right and hopefully pushing yeah, the club on to even better teams, like, you know, because it's hugely important. Um, there's just in terms of, of club and, and county restaurants, is there much difference in terms of you know, camaraderie or, you know, is it not the same being with the county or is it better with the I'm not saying better with the county, I don't want to put that upon you, but do you find any difference? I know it's a higher level maybe in the county, but do you find much difference in both restaurants? Not the paintball, not the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was me way out, but <laughs> <laughs> depends on the crest. I know it's a little bit of an awkward question, but it, it's just to know, is there really much difference in it, or do you just um, get I, in there? And, I suppose and, there is. When you look at, um, I know the Camogie situation is only new, but from my experience, they've been in on the football as well. I suppose it depends on when you enter in onto a panel. Like it would say, if you look at a county setup, what I often find was when, when we first went, when I first went into the county team at 15, you, you wouldn't, sorry. No, I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> having talking right. to um, the top you were very nearly almost scared going into the dressing room because you didn't feel like you knew a lot of the girls and a lot of the older girls and you were kind of like looking up to them. So you kind of kept your head down and you just went into the dressing room and you were just praying to hell that you played well and that they'd give you a pat on the back and you back into the dressing room and that was it. Stop sweating. And then, but then 10 years after when you're one of the senior players in there, then you find like you're the you're the one in the dressing room making a laugh and the skit and having the crack and you're way more comfortable yeah, in that yeah. environment because you you know everybody in it and they know you and then you, you can pick out then the new ones that are sitting quietly stressing about the game and that so it just depends on when you go into the panel whereas i i think with club a lot most people are a lot more at ease walking straight into a club yeah. dressing room because yeah. i don't think that as much of an onus or responsibility on the shoulders to try and impress because with a club scene everybody knows you have a sister involved you have a mother yeah. that might be a you know, or, you know, people in the dressing room know your brother inside out. So there's a lot more of the unit and a connection there between players already, no matter what age they are going in at. Whereas the club, you've been in there more in isolation on yourself and all you're doing is going in there to try and play well. Whereas you can walk into a dressing room, in an interesting dressing room at 16, 17 years of age and everyone knows you already because your sister's on the team. Or as I said, like, you don't have as much points to prove. Yeah. 
Um, but camaraderie, I think, it is pretty much the same. It's like girls are all the same. Like you're still going to talk about the same banter, talk about the game, who played well, who didn't play well, talk about the referee, talk about the weather conditions, mostly stunts, <laughs> gloves, no gloves, whatever. It's still, it, it is still the same. Like it yeah. just depends on when you enter into that panel, how comfortable you feel in the environment. You're going to have your senior players who are the, and you're going to have certain players who are the jackass and dressers and all that and skipping, and then you're going to have the serious ones. So like everybody, you know, shut up and focus on the game here. You know, you have different characteristics of people that are going to stand out of dress room. But it runs in the middle. It is, it is the same. Yeah, I have to agree with everything Aaron said there. But probably just one big difference is maybe when you're going into the county dress room, you're probably, you know, you want to impress everyone that's there. You want to kind of make a name for yourself and train. So you're probably no harm to the club, but you're probably that bit more focused going into county because you're like right geez I really need to do my best or if you're having a bad day you put all that aside and you don't you kind of just get stuck in right the club you're probably a bit more at ease walking in and you're kind of like god you tell yeah. people your problems or whatever but um yeah like that with club it's lovely to go into a dressing room with all your friends and your family and you know I always said like winning the senior the first title was brilliant but winning intermediate in 2017 was I think that was just that that feeling winning with the girls was because it was a first major yeah. title with the club. I don't think anything winning at county will ever match that feeling. Um, as much as you know, I'd love to win all the county, but I just think that feeling winning with club and being with your family and your friends and everything, nothing will beat that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Good answers, and it's it's uh, understandable on, on on every side there because I mean you grow into you grow into familiarity with your club therefore. You have bad days, but you have most good days, and, and you expect the club to remember all your good days anyway. So you're you're not living as much fear, but the county level is unforgiving. You don't a bad day is an off day, and you're coming off. You should you know so yeah, you don't it's it's, it's not as forgiving. So therefore, it probably gives you that bit of an edge, all right, that you have to perform. Yeah, definitely. That little yeah. bit sharper every day. Yeah, well, it's interesting because um, the scenario of the dress rooms and the, 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 what you made there, Aaron, about people um, as they grow in experience with their individual codes or whatever, but as they become the older players, naturally enough, they become more comfortable. And at least if you older players then have an awareness for the poor younger ones, the 18, 19 year olds that are coming in, maybe 20 old for the first time or whatever. At least you have an understanding and a compassion and empathy towards what way they're, they're coming into the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And that has to work. I mean, that has to be good for them as much as it is good for you. And it's probably good for your feeling to know what they're feeling like. So, look, it seems to work. And I'm sure it's, it's, it's going to work well into the future. And uh, listen to the way you've delivered your uh, dressing room analysis there. I'd say the environment for, for in sport for you girls is going to be a long many years ahead, even if it's not in the playing field. Speaking of the involvement in everything uh, about playing, on a personal level, you reach uh, uh, relatively successful ladies in life and in, in, in your personal uh, life. Nasty, you're a school teacher, you're a pharmacist, Aaron. Um, is it a path you would have went down? Um, you're probably newer to the game, Aaron. Mm-hmm. You're a pharmacist in a yeah. few years now. Yeah. Would you, would you, are you happy with your career choice and would you have it 
Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, no, I am very happy. Um, it's a it's a it's a job I really really enjoy. I enjoy uh, dealing with the people. I you know enjoy talking to people having with problems. You know, extracting information out of them and seeing what I can do to help them. You know, but on that level, like uh, people that are entering into a pharmacy, they're not the sickest of the sick. You know, they're walking in the premises and they're walking back out the door. So I'm not presented with the with the real illness or the conditions that you might see in hospital. But yeah. um, until uh, you know, I still like being able to have the chat and good ba banter and the buzz in the pharmacy as well, especially on a Monday morning yeah. after a game on a Sunday. You know, I love, yeah. to, be, I love to be out of the dispensary on a shop floor on a Monday morning, <laughs> to be honest. Some might say, you know what shine. to take, <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes I want to bury my head in the sand, it depends on what has happened on Sunday, but um. No, I started working in the pharmacy of Banya when I was um when I was in fourth year I think in school, and uh, so I always knew that I liked pharmacy and I liked yeah. what the job involved. You know, I I like the science kind of ends of to the clinicalness of the drugs, but I like the, to be able to talk to people. So I went down that route. So then. for those young. Uh, Budding farms. Budding teenagers, <laughs> anyway. Certainly, even certs that are filling in their CEOs yeah. and whatever. You'd be given the nod in that direction. I definitely yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice job, you know. It's you know nine to six, so you have nice hours, no no shift work, and not as nice as that. We will not go there. I need to teach get enough to take the last five, and not leave her alone. But uh, no, it's a nice clean environment to be working in as well. And like that, you do have like people coming in are great. Oh, depends on the shop you're working in, but generally there is like a nice environment. The shop that I work in now, it's a great country environment, you know. So I'm a lot of GA. Excellent. Well, that's a huge work. recommendation. Do, yeah, I do enjoy it. I do a bit of work the time. Busy doing it. Well, it's good And that's a school teaching. Yeah, so this is my first year out. Metropolis of Brusky. In Brusky. Now, I have to say, I absolutely love Brusky. I might, might have said different uh, one September morning when the ladies were coming in. So, probably wasn't the best start to get, but I know, I uh, love Brusky and I absolutely am delighted with the path that I've chosen. Um, I always wanted to be a primary school teacher. I didn't get the point of my leaving cert, first off. Um, so I done Irish and geography in St Pat's first of all, and then I applied to do a master's in, and I got offered Merino and St Pat's. So I went for Merino, and I suppose I just worked hard because it was something I always wanted to do, and went on and done the masters, and I haven't looked back. And like Erin said, I have great crack, and just kids are absolutely brilliant. And I suppose it brings me back right back to when I was younger, and they're mad into the football down there, and yeah, I actually. Funny story, I heard two first class boys chatting the other day and they were bent over like two farmers and one lad goes, when do you think we'll be back playing football? And the other lad goes, we'll be back when we get the vaccine. Yeah, no, and it's lovely to be able to, you know, I suppose give them someone to maybe look up to in football or, you know, they know yeah. that you play football and they'll always be saying it or, you know, last, last year when we were playing club matches, you know, to be asking who are you playing this weekend and even for the final, uh, although some of them were going for lack and some of them said they were going for me as well. So, uh, yeah, no, it's brilliant and uh, it's a great job and especially for having a, you know, a county career and, you know, with the club as well, the way football's gone so professional, I really think it's the one job that you can kind of, 
really, you know, gives I, you that I bit admire, more time. It gives you that bit more time. I admire the likes of people that are nurses or doctors or, you know, mm. any job that is isn't nine to three, like how people are so committed to do doing football and working as well. It's um there are credits as well as, you know. Well, Chosen the career of your choice, both of you, and it seems to be working out well. And as you said uh, there, Nancy, just in, in a brief one, um, for any of the ladies that are certainly heading into the legal search this year and contemplating what career path to follow in life, there's always, whatever you want to do, there's a ways and a means to do it if you want to find it out. Definitely, yeah. And like, I had friends that didn't get the points as well, and they would have went to England or Scotland to do teaching. and. You know, I done something else, and then I went into teaching. Like, if you want it bad enough, you know, you get it. And um, it might take it took me, you know, an extra year or two more, but it's definitely in the long run. You know, life is short, so do something that you want to do. You know, I think Erin, you'd say the same on that one. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I don't like you spend so much of your your days and your years at work, so it's it's vital that you enjoy it and that you're happy in it and. Especially now in these in this day and age, there's there's leaps and crannies into everything. So yeah. don't stop working until you get what you want. And don't be over anxious and don't be over worried. You obviously yeah. have to work hard to get there to achieve whatever you want in life. We understand that, but there's ways and means of getting there. As you say, if you become too anxious and too overworked up about it, it's not it's not advisable. So. Exactly. Anyway, we have good successful ladies at the other side of the table here, Barney, and. Uh, Back to the camogie, and then and the football, I says, are probably more relevant to the conversation at the moment. Aaron, you're a dual player. Aaron, sit to the other side of Happy then, transfer player. And Aaron, I did not follow. Is this talking out yet? No, no, no. No, I imagined you long enough for that transfer. No, but I know at the very beginning that. You know, when I took over as Crossland manager, I did bring you to try and convince you to come back. And in fairness to you, you explained to me about, you know, you, you've made a lot of friends with that and, yeah. and your commitment to them, you wouldn't let that go. And that has to be admired. You know, it's a huge thing. And you do the exact same thing with the Crossland folks. You know, your commitment to them is the exact same thing. You give everything to them and you commit that, which is brilliant. And the only just one question I would have for you is, did you find it strange? Obviously you did, but what was the feeling going out maybe the first time you were playing against Crossland in the football? Yeah, it's funny. Like people, people ask me that, but when you put on the jersey, you're just going out to play a game. Mm. Now, what I actually found, it wasn't actually when I was playing the game. I found difficult sometimes. What initially when there was crowds at games, when I heard uh, this, is what I found the hardest thing, when I heard Law supporters nearly like calling against you, I found that kind of hard. I must be honest. That, never do that. Krishalaw supporters. <laughs> if you had, uh, if you had the ball and you notice the boys go and you know stop or block or right foot or right foot yeah, and I'd yeah. be like that's such and such a that was that that's what I kind of found and especially when you were playing up in Kinnan because the crowd's so on top of you yeah. you're like I know I think that's such and such you know? <laughs> yeah. but obviously sure you know I, I expect that but that was really like the, the only yeah, thing yeah, that I yeah, found yeah. when I was putting on the jersey like should, the girls all like all the Christian girls you know they understand my position and all this 
yeah. behind me. But it's um, it's all very in a sporting context, mm-hmm. and like I'm just delighted that I have such good friends in the Christian Aid team and such good friends in Lacken and up there that it's all done in a sporting context. A bit of a laugh, and then I can just get on and enjoy the sport, and there's no way of feeling. And, and I'm lucky to be surrounded by sporting well, people. Yeah. But also, it's a remarkable feat here on the field to keep the two of them going. In, 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 in fairness, it's, it's difficult enough to train for one code and, and probably give it 100%, and to be able to train for two codes and give it 100% on both sides. I know there's a little bit of compromise uh, um, both ways, I'm sure, but it's, it's, um, it's a remarkable achievement, to be fair. I mean, you have, you have uh, achieved the highest uh, you can achieve, maybe, at both, in both codes. So, you know, I mean, you can't ask for much more, and I do understand. I think the whole club and everybody understands your reasons yeah. for staying in that. Yeah. Back in and everybody knows that you're committed to, to the clubs and push it on and you'll wear the blue jersey for whatever you're asked to wear it for. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's it. Yeah. It's a remarkable thing. I brought it up in the context that your commitment to training and your commitment to be fit because of your yeah and i suppose that i'm you know it's gone on so long playing duel that i know no difference you know yeah. that i mean can elect on monday wednesday and then lacking on the tuesday and friday yeah. and that's just the way the yeah. thing goes you know and the more than all the duel players in christian law you're just your body's used yeah. to it so is there a reason you're still single <laughs> 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 on the, in me in me ford focus most of the time i, I told you to watch the questions <laughs> 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 There was just a couple of quick questions because we're not going to spend much longer. Um, we just uh, who would you both have looked up to growing up? Would it have been a male play? I know maybe Lady Supper wasn't as big at the time, or Kogi maybe wasn't as big at the time, but in general, who would you have looked up to? Or can you cope with someone off the top of your head? Um, well, I suppose when when I was grow when I was growing up, I suppose that, like they're my friends now. But I suppose there was that age gap now that you can tell me the same. The likes of Pamela Crowe and Bronya Smith because they were the stars of Cavan when I was like 13, 14, Like, and I know Bronya's and whatever. You know, they're all my friends now because you you advance that much more, and then we were all we all played together, and now we're all great friends. But at the time, they were the pinnacle of senior footballers, like they were both captains of the senior team and that. So we would have looked up to them and would have wanted to follow in their footsteps um, yeah. with the with the cabin football and thing, I don't know. Um, yeah, someone that I would have looked up to growing up was definitely Ashley Doonan, um otherwise known as Ashley Maguire to some people now. But um yeah Doonan like has had such a big influence on my career. She you know, she was over us with the minor ladies and then getting the chance to actually play with her with the county was unbelievable. She's probably the most talented, like intelligent player that I've ever played alongside. And, you know, on as going back to the dressing room being daunting, she's one player that would have made every young girl feel so comfortable and she'd make it her duty to come up to them when it was when they were coming in new and you know, you'd only hope to follow in her footsteps and be kind of leader for Cavan that she's that been she was, yeah. she's got us out of so many um, dark games you know where like we didn't deserve to win and she just pulled it out in bad so she was definitely someone that uh, I looked up to and continue to look up to um, and yes she actually retired this year um, from the county but she still I'm sure we still meet her on the club feed with Temple Court but yeah, uh, yeah she is a really big uh, 
inspiration to um, a lot of young girls, you know. Um, Would you have uh, both here suppose the same question again and and your earliest memories of your participation would say in Camogie then now, what would be your clearest, earliest, youngest memory if you can um, I would have been playing with Drunkilly School um, when we mm-hmm. were like, what, what was that? Coming in Before I go to you, Nasa, though, the, uh, just a little bit of research. Kabogi mm. goes back far further than than, um, <coughs> than I would have imagined anyway, because seemingly in 1955, Kabogi had a Kabogi team and Dunkili had a Kabogi team affiliated mm. at county competition. And mm. went on then, it, it disbanded a little while, but in 1969, it reformed just under Kabogi again and went off for a few years. And I think <coughs> and my information comes from your granny and my mother-in-law, but uh, and I got involved in, in she was involved at county level. But in 19, 1982, um, Crushalaw re-established as a team. Up until 1982, the girls from Crushalaw that wanted to play Camogie played a little bit of Balamacue, that included yeah, okay. most of the Barrys uh, that I was yeah. Then Anita anyway definitely played with Alan McHugh at a certain stage. So in 1982, I think Alan McHugh had stopped and some of them girls came in and played Camogie in Kinect. So it stayed from there on. Obviously, in 1983 was the first title that Paul was playing, the intermediate title for the, for the Camogie. And then in 1984, you, you moved into senior. But I think it wasn't until 1999 that the first senior title was won. Right, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I remember the one in yeah, mm. 99. So, from 99, I'd say to today, it went from strength to strength. But it's interesting that there was a history there all yeah. along. Yeah. It's never been horror. Well, it's a bit of news for us all, but it looks yeah, like yeah. 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 When, I, when, I, when I heard it. And, you yeah. know, I mean, there was some different things. Castle Tower were at the top of the street that time, and Cote were very strong. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously it was, a, it was a different era, but it has, it has a long history. It's, true, in the and it's interesting that with your earliest memory, there was still no kind of collective. Like it was remarkable yeah. that you continued to play Mogi, yeah. considering that you couldn't go and. Yeah, well, I suppose I did. I did drop off then after school. Like, uh, football kind of 
became it became my priority then. Yeah. And then and had, went in on the county scene yeah. and then registered for laughing because of course you always know where But I suppose football then became my priority for yeah. a few years. So I kind of dropped off from Crowley and then it wasn't until a few years back then I kind of became with my Well, good stuff. And your earliest memories then, that stuff? Yeah, when, when I was actually eight, or seven, eight, nine, there wasn't actually a ladies' team. So I used to play with the boys. And I'll never forget, um, I think it was only me and Kira Shalvey were the only two girls. I think Sean and Lynch might have played the year above us, but it was me and Kira Shalvey, and we played under 10s with the boys. And I'll never forget, there was, we used to go up to Ulster to the community games, and I think Donald Big was over. And those games were just life or death. It was so serious. And, you know, the, you I know, don't the same person along the line. And this was like, you know, if you didn't win a game, you'd be absolutely raging. And I think, like, I played with the likes of Pierre, Stephen, Darren Gaffney, Connor Rehill. And there's actually a photo of us that some blitzed up in Castle Rahman. And it's so interesting to see how many of them lads are actually still playing yeah. and have won so much this yeah, year, you yeah. know, with county and club um, but I remember yeah it was just me and Kira Shalvey one year and like if she wasn't at training you'd be like oh my god I'm the only girl and I'd be so nervous and I'd always be like do I go into another changing room from them and like it was just so weird to think that there wasn't a team and then when I got to under 12 there was just a team starting up uh, under 12 team and you know I kept going from there but I suppose like I'm involved with the under 12 girls now in Crystal and to think that if they were my age back then, that there wasn't the team that can understand the team for them. It's absolutely crazy. Like that there was only me and Kira Shalvey were the two girls playing under 10 football for Christian And now we've like it's a 25, 26 girls on just that under 12 team. So yeah. it's amazing and it's credit to the club too how much work and well, it's a resurgence of yeah. Yeah. for ladies football in general. Because, yeah. because uh, we can't well, obviously let it go without uh, mentioning the man from from Kushala that probably mm. single-handedly responsible for mm. football within the county, really within the country, yeah. Tom Bell. Yeah, completely. You know, oh, what yeah. he's done, yeah, for ladies football, and if only he was alive today to see. see I think, yeah. is there 26 or 27 ladies clubs, someone told me that last week, um, in Cavan, which is like incredible to think, you know, mm-hmm. there's that many clubs. Well, mm-hmm. he'd be a very proud man, that's all. Yeah, yeah I remember he, Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom in the car and traveling. Yeah, 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 I used to be interesting. Yeah, I know, he, you know, it, it really is incredible to see um, how proud the county scene and then with the club as well, the amount of girls playing football and camogie, like it's just incredible to think that there's even that many young <laughs> girls in the area wanting and willing to play it's just brilliant so just yeah. on that and that, and that i remember a funny story when i when i used to play with um underage with boys being the only girl yeah. and i remember having a queue at the referee's room and knocking on the referee and you're done yet what's <laughs> <laughs> up hurry up they're calling me for the war with the referee out me and getting trained yeah. back out and then the whispers would come i'm not marking the girl i'm not marking the girl so it's forever known as the girl whenever i'm involved in stuff and i didn't need to be with them up there they're like you the girl that played the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, buddy, That's 20 me. years later, and I'm still the girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was great crack, like, yeah. playing with boys. And, yeah. But um, it is so great to see yeah. that there obviously yeah. is girls yeah. teaching now. Yeah. Yeah. It is only right that there is, you know. Well, it's impossible for that to continue. 
Just quickly, girls, um, off the top of your head again, what was supposed to show voice? In football or Camogie? Uh, Camogie, it was there for you. For me, um, toughest opponent in Camogie. Uh, I'd say uh, Shanice Simons from Dale would be definitely one of them. Um, her pace and power is a borderline unstoppable, but uh, very strong. Great, great, great player, like she has in every way. Of course, Roshan O'Keefe from Lacken. Um, done through the history books for years, just her style and flair and her her knackiness with a with a with a ball and a ball is second yeah. to none. And um, best luck to Roisin as well in the All Stars. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, those two, and then she's I do hate math and up in Crystal Law too, and I'm training session too. I've been here at Minigan, she made the kind of the list of all the time with it all run rings around me, but she try and try and stop them somehow. But um yeah, I suppose from other clubs there'd be uh Steve Keenan as well from Lara, all any of these young ones that are fast, yeah. you know, Mark. Any problems with them? Oh she'd like to be in that category. The longer you go on, there's no hurry yet. Um NASA. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm just trying to think here. Probably, and Erin mentioned one of them, Roshan O'Keefe would definitely have to be up there. Um, she'd probably get me a run around this year in the oh. final. And uh, yeah, she's brilliant. And like that, she's a credit the way she's so good at both codes. Um, so for lacking, yeah, Roshan and Erin's not that easy mark either, <laughs> definitely. Um, and then probably, as I mentioned, Ashley Doolan, whenever you're playing 10 before, like, and maybe Sinead Green as well. Um, them two girls definitely take mind and on, you know, if you can handle them, you can handle anything, you know, that kind of way. But uh, yeah. So Shanice and Roisin get the, the nod. The nod. Yeah. 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 The toughest opponents in, 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 in both your cases. Um, there's a few, well, Barry, have you any more? Uh, no, the, the only one thing I, I would yeah. probably finish up on is um, there's a league final coming up, please go with Please go. Split the cup. Anasa, you might get to bring the cup down to Rusty. I might. Fingers crossed. I'm there till the end of the year, so it would not want to be played this side of uh, June. I'm just hoping for the game. That's all yeah. I know. I'm saying hi to everyone. But, uh, but Jerry's, it's been an absolute pleasure having this on the show, and I have to thank you as an old Saturday evening. And, and Thanks so much for, for taking time out from down. It's, it's been really enjoyable. Um, so thanks so much for, for thanks, really. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, just before we go, um, you know, as chairman of the club, anyway, as, uh, we always give the little club at this time of every podcast, every week, that um, we're dependent on our members for. Lotto uh, tickets each week, and the Lotto is online with the uh, club course. And there's a final push on to the end of this month for membership for anyone that's not membership. The ladies of the sitting in front of me, both of their codes, both Camogie and football, are probably very, very good players to, to, to play. The men are a bit slow, so uh, <laughs> you, have to, you have to get in there, lads. Leave it to a woman. We have appointed this year, you might have heard it, you certainly heard it maybe the thing, a coaching office has an end by the end of the week. And while there's different elements of each different coaching as in uh, what you do on the field, there's a general club ethos now being developed in terms of coaching from underage down. That every coach should have the same principles and the same ideas. 
So we're, we're aiming at that. So I think the club is going in the right direction. Henry's a good lad anyway, I'm sure he has years of experience anyway. Yeah, he's, he's um, very knowledgeable, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so look, we think that that's a huge development in terms of, of uh, what the future will be because it will, it will incorporate, as I said, every club that we go under and uh, give the club an ethos and, and a belief in what we're doing going forward. <coughs> but finally, girls, we're coming and taking the Thailand family side on the Saturday evening. I, as chairman of this club, couldn't be more prouder to have the two captains of the two county teams uh, coming from the background of Black and Hanworth. I'm proud for everybody that gets a chance to wear the three jersey that comes from from the parish anyway, and I mean, it is the ultimate game, and it should be the ultimate game for every um, game and every player that to wear the, the blue of Brethany. And you girls have done it justice, obviously being county players or being captains, you've, you've worn your pride. You've done this parish a huge pride in, in representing us uh, on the county team. We're very proud that you're part of this club, and I wish you both the best of luck for the remainder of this year and in the future. Thanks, Gary. The very same, Gary. The very best of luck in the upcoming year. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. Thanks, Thanks. 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 That's it, folks. Thank you so much.